omnipresent and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But the God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! And it totally backfired when Jesus said, Forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that His victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Awesome. <laughs> I'm working on some uh, new views and everything, but uh, so it's me and Gus here, we're going to be uh, uh, walking you through Hebrews chapter 7. Um, thank Gus for coming. Uh, we were, he thought he was going to have to be at a, a different event and uh, was able to free up. So we, I had switched to the topic of Jesus the High Priest. So we're going to be doing that. Um, I tell you what, it's going to be a beautiful um teaching and we got a new brand new worship video that I think you guys will really enjoy um, with that Gus would you mind just lift us up in prayer I'd love to Abba Father we come before you tonight everyone here backstage everyone on Rumble on BitChute whatever platforms we're on one a pile of them Lord and we just come before you together united to share your word, to break your bread, the bread of life, and drink in your spirit, the new covenant the, written in your blood. You talk about the high priest, Lord, whom you happen to be. We pray, Lord, that we invite your Holy Spirit in to each and every one of our hearts and unite us, knit us together as your body, Lord. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I rumble. I see Jerry Mass saying, hello, Gus. <laughs> I love it. Backstage people are uh, reacting here. We invite you backstage, by the way. Um, 
you can get back there by just going to blessedteach.com and go to the backstage tab and you can be backstage on Zoom with us right now, worshiping with us. You can be backstage with Amanda Grace next week as well as Duano Savin and so many other, uh, what are some of the guests that are come to, you, come to mind that are scheduled already, guests? Let's see, we do have one. We've got uh, Nino, Nino, Nino is coming on. That first um, time from Nino Rodriguez, right? That'll be a fun. Second, be a second uh, time. Wait. Oh, that's yeah. right. We did have one time. That's right. Yeah, I before. Uh, that was awesome. Got... I remember he's talking about, about Juan. I remember now. <laughs> that's right. Timothy Dixon. And I know for a fact we're going to have uh, uh, Mike Smith of Into the Light to promote Ooh. that movie. That'd be movie. awesome. Uh, we got several others I'm working on. Yeah, Aaron Antis probably coming back Aaron with his paintings. Uh, I had to cancel one of those. Right? Yes. That'd he's... be awesome. He's going to fill the 31st slot, which will be Halloween. We'll be celebrating his father's portrait of the uh, the communion, the first the communion. communion. I love it. That so is... how awesome is that? On Halloween, we'll be celebrating Christ for the first communion. So. I like that. That's, that's a much better focus. <laughs> we have a lot of people backstage with their cameras on. I love it. So I can't wait to get to a worship song. We'll get there in just a second. I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about um, last night. I went over a little bit of uh, summarizing what we taught be previous on, on Hebrew 6 and we got into the first paragraph of Hebrew 7 and talked a little bit about it and so I thought that we do a quick just teaching of the difference and we'll probably start and end with this of uh, it's just a, a different chart to talk about the old covenant versus the new covenant that's what Hebrews is all about about what was the old covenant the old testament all about and what is the new testament new covenant new promise all about right and that's when uh we get to, to this to this chart right here, and I'm hoping I'm going to have this big enough for people to be able to see. Might have to jump a little bit higher on this, but this talks about the difference and uh, the Levitical priests and the. I'll, I'll blow this up a little higher. I have to move it back and forth, but uh, this is. I'll, I'll go over a few of these, and then maybe maybe Gus, you can talk about a few of these as well. I'm going to see if I can close this thing down. Uh, it looks like it's going to be putting that advertisement there. That's that's a bum deal. But anyway, here we go. Levitical priests. First thing is look at the order. The Levitical priest came because of the tribe of Levi, right? But Jesus, the high priest, the tribe of Judah. And you'll see that all, all through, through this chapter we're looking at, it actually has verse references. So you'll be able to get all these show notes if you just uh, go to blessedteach.com and just sign for the show notes. You'll be able to get um, all, all the show notes that I'm showing you here. So the Levitical priest in legality was through the law of Moses. And now it's through the law of God, right? You had a, the duration was temporary with Levitical priests. Now it's permanent and forever. And we'll read about that in all these verses, right? We'll see that the oath of the Levitical priests was sworn by man. Verse 20 and 21 is going to show us it's sworn by God himself, right? The guarantor was of the Mosaic covenant. This is of the better covenant, the new covenant. That's the New Testament. That's what the covenant promises, testament, all mean. So that's where we're going to see that in verse 22 that we're going to be studying here shortly. Quantity. The old Levitical priests were, there's many priests, but now there's only one priest and it's Jesus, right? You got salvation, um, partial from year to year. Now it's complete for all time to the utmost. Do you want to read a few of these two uh, here, these last few? Uh, uh, okay, where do we leave off on? Uh, right here, intercessor. Intercessor, only the priest in the most holy place on the old covenant. All believers, any place, at any time. Of course, that's through the high priest, Jesus Christ, right? Yes. Uh, frequency, sacrificed daily, the old covenant. Sacrificed once for all, 
Christians, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the quality, sinful sinners in the Old Testament, they had to keep repeating their sacrifices every every year and every day. Uh, holy, innocent, and unstained we are through the blood of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and the sacrifice he made for us. And then the focus offered sacrifices for themselves. The New Testament offered sacrifice only for others. It's Jesus that sacrificed himself for all of us. And the ob object offered sacrificial animals and of course we know in the new testament jesus christ offered up his own life his own blood for himself for us mm -hmm. and finally the appointment the old testament was the law and the appointment in the new testament is god the father appointed this all right so we're going to learn about all this in this chapter but i wanted to worship a few before we dig into Hebrews 7, where it talks about the priestly order of Melchizedek, right? And I talked a lot about Melchizedek and how some religions teach that incorrectly. They completely go off the biblical. We're just gonna focus on what you just saw. And that is the Aaronic Leviticus uh, priesthood in the Old Testament and where we're going to the Melchizedek or, or, the, or the high priest of the New Testament after the order of Melchizedek is what uh, the whole New Testament's all about, right? So let's dig in. Um, right now to some some worship music before we go we're gonna play a couple songs the second song is a brand new song that I haven't even had a chance to look at I just downloaded it literally and so it'll be new to me as, as well it'll be new to you but let's start with this beautiful song right here it is do it again uh, you want to read the first part and I'll read the verse Gus uh, the first or you want to read the scriptures and sure go ahead you read the verses or the either way whatever <laughs> go ahead and start and but i'll do the opposite knowing the, knowing the battle is won great is your faithfulness i'll see you do it again yes your steadfast love O oh lord extends to the heavens your fa your faithfulness to the clouds right out of psalm 36 5. the second verse is i know the night won't last and your word will come to pass i believe and John 8, 12 says, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. Amen. And the third verse is, you moved the mountains. You made a way where there was no way. Yes, and then it says, for, you tr for truly I say to you, if you had faith in the grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you, says Matthew 17, 20. And then it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. So let's uh, worship to this Lord. We know the battle's already been won. You know, the night won't last, but his word's going to come to pass. <laughs> he'll move the mountains. And he makes a way when there is no way. And he'll do it again. Walking around these walls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to come Oh, 
love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Here's a brand new song, Gus. It says, How great thou art, sings my soul, Savior God to thee. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of the sin and death. That's Romans 8, 2. This song says, O Lord my God, consider all the Worlds, my tra- my <laughs> my hands have made. You can tell this is the first time we've done this one. <laughs> and then Psalms 30, 33, 6 says, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their hosts. And then we've got Isaiah 45, 12, I made the earth and, and created man on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. Hallelujah. That God, his son, sent him to die. He bled and died to take away my sin. And his intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. And the fourth verse here is, On the cross my burden gladly bearing. Come to me, all you that are weary and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Amen. Amen. So this is a brand new song. Brand new video. I mean, how great they are. Great they are.
Two will be in the field, and one will be taken, and one left. Stay awake, for you do not know on what day the Lord is coming. Be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Whoa, that's a brand new one. <laughs> oh, wow, what do you think, Gus? What kind of song you want to sing? Barrel out to the top of your lungs and just clean your pipes out, you know? Yeah. Just... That's right. I forgot to awesome. put the Gus up there. So, wow. Oh, my goodness. I, I think we better play that a little bit later in the show. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> I tell you, when I first get these songs, it's just I. I, I usually I'm by myself when I see them the first time and they just oh, it moves me the video with the lyrics up there ah, I just love it I just love it do you awesome. mind me reading this first paragraph here uh, Gus alright this is uh, the priestly order of Melchizedek it's Hebrews chapter 7 if anybody's following along you can follow along here with us for this Melchizedek king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings, blessed him, and to him Abraham apportioned a tenth of everything. He is the first, by translation of his name, king of righteousness, and then he is also king of Salem, or Salam as in Jerusalem, uh -huh. that is boy. king of peace. He is without father or mother or without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but resembling the son of God, he continues a priest forever. Yes, awesome. Okay. So if you just take some of that stuff, we can just dig into to it. But um, one thing you can do is just see all the way back in Genesis 14. This is where this comes from. Um, where um, and then there's one time in Psalms we talk about Melchizedek as well, but it's only two times it's found in here. So a lot of cults will run with this and create brand new theologies that have nothing to do with what this has. This has to do with the new covenant. But let's look digging. It. it says a Melchizedek, king of Salem, which means peace, right? Yes, sir. King of peace brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, "Blessed be Abram by God Most High." possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hand and Abram gave a tenth of everything so it's interesting he's giving a tenth of something higher than him right so again I talked about this last time but this is like um, many people think that Melchizedek was a was a Christophany right before Jesus got his earthly body he was obviously existed because it says God made him that he was there at creation everything was made with Jesus, the Word, right? When somebody spoke the Word, that was actually Jesus, right? So you had God, the Word was there, the Spirit was hovering over. At the beginning, all throughout the Bible, it clearly shows that Jesus was never created, neither was the Holy Spirit, neither was God. They were the first cause. That's the everlasting from everlasting. They're the only ones that were from everlasting. They've always existed, right? That's a very important point to understand. And this is likely a Christophany, which means uh, um, God, uh, Jesus coming to Abraham and Abraham sees him as the higher the, the king of peace who's the who's the prince of peace it's Jesus right <laughs> any thoughts on, on on that I guess at all well this is one of the things when I first was born again years ago I didn't didn't understand because I like frankly I'll be honest that 
I didn't understand who Jesus was because it wasn't until I got the epiphany or the revelation from God in his word with John 1.1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and was God that I realized he's actually the, the voice of God. And this Melchizedek, I'm, I, I'm in agreement with you. I think this is a precarnate Jesus Christ because he's got no beginning of days and no end of life, no genealogy because he is the one. He is God. He's the high priest. He's gonna. He's our high priest now. Exactly. Now, obviously, he, Jesus had a, a genealogy after he took on a human body. Um, and to come as our, our final sacrifice, but he did not before this, right? And so we're in the Old Testament when we're looking at Genesis. So this is, uh, so, so when we look at Genesis, we have to take that into account, right? And, um, and that's uh, exactly what Hebrews teaches, what Gus was just talking about here. And it says, see how great this man, well, you know, there's a couple other things that I thought, it talks about Salem. Um, here is, it also talks about in Psalms, it says, he abode and has been established in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. All right, so there's so, so uh, again, um, who's who's his abode? It's talking about God in this context of this. If you look at the full context, I'm just going to look at the whole whole thing here. Right, it's basically a psalm. In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. His abode. So it's talking about God. So God's abode has been established in Salem. This is a, that peace is dwelling place in Zion. So it gives you an idea. That's So we're not taking this out of thin air. This is really uh, supported by by other uh, scriptures as well. All right. And uh, yes. now we get, yeah. So now we get this to verse four. It says, see how great this man was to whom Abram, Abraham, the patriarch, gave a tenth of the spoils. So it had to be a great, great man, right? That's his point. And those descendants of Levi who received the priestly office have a commandment in law to take tithes from the people that is from their brothers, though these also are descended from Abraham. Right? So that, that, that's where the tithe was established and where the 10% mm -hmm. would go to Abraham. But this man who does not have his descendants from them received tithes from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. So this clearly says that this man, Melchizedek, who does not have his descent from them, so basically he's not from the tribe of Levi, Levi. So this is why he's establishing why he thinks, I believe the Hebrew, the, the book of Hebrews is all about this Christophany that happened with the, out of the order of Melchizedek. Any thoughts there, Gus, at all so far before I continue? Uh, yeah, I think he got it pretty much spot on. He's not, he's of the tribe of Judah. Uh, Jesus is of the tribe of Judah, which coincidentally is the fourth born, uh, which four is the number for foundation, oddly enough. And he's the rock that we stand on, Jesus Christ. Uh, he's praise. So we could say our foundation is in praise and worship of the Father. Uh, but the point they're making here is what was set up here on earth was uh, a carnal means to carry us through to Christ. Whereas Abraham from the beginning gave his tithe to Melchizedek. But I think it's gonna say here somewhere else that uh, even 
Abraham's children gave tithes to Melchizedek because they were in his loins at the time he gave the tithes. But see what goes here. I can't <laughs> remember. <seeing this. laughs> yeah, so this goes on for m multiple chapters. But the um, but remember, he wasn't from the tribe of Judah back here, right? Because when he created the world, there wasn't even thing such as Abraham or, or Isaac or <laughs> Jacob, right? And so this is why they talk about this tenth was begin given to God, right? And, uh, mm -hmm. and so this is in this and this is in that very, very um, son of God actually became flesh for us. And it is beyond dispute that the inferior is blessed by the superior. Right. So we got Melchizedek blessing Abraham. Right. In the one case, tithes are received by mortal men. But in the other case, by the one whom it is testified that he lives. One might even say that Levi himself, who received tithes, paid tithes through Abraham. That's what you're just saying. For he yeah. was still in the loins of his ancestor, both Melchizedek met him. Just that's what, exactly what you just said, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's yes, awesome. Yes, sir. So, so, so if we look at uh, a little bit heavier into what, back in chapter 6 that we already studied, it says, When Jesus has gone as the forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. All right. Now, some people will say, no, Melchizedek is different because Melchizedek didn't have a genealogy and Jesus did. But I just told you, no, he, did, they didn't, have a gene, he didn't have a genealogy back then. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so that's where this all falls together beautifully, I believe. Now, but do you, do you want to expand on that a little bit about, about the, what, you, what you were thinking there? You, um, that's how well you know scripture because I know you weren't supposed to be here. You didn't prepare for this. And you knew that, <laughs> no, I just you? remembered it and there yeah. it is right there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you really got to meditate on, like all the Word of God. When you meditate on it, the Holy Spirit will bring, he'll shine the light on it and bring it into Revelation for you where you can see it. But basically, this is there's Abraham, Isaac, then Jacob and then of course Jacob became Israel and Israel was the father of the 12 tribes of which was Judah and was the Levites the Levitical tribe so they're saying even the priesthood that was in the law that wasn't here yet because they haven't had the law yet Moses is not here yet this is back in Abraham's day but Abraham's descendants in the Levitical, Levitical priesthood as well as all the 12 tribes had paid tithes to this Melchizedek, which is from heaven, which is eternal, which is like we're saying, it's a, a precarnate Christ. That's it's another manifestation of Christ, if you will, before, because all through the Old Testament, he, you had the, the angels of God. He came as an angel. He came as several forms and throughout the whole Old Testament before he became a flesh man so that he could become like one of us and sacrifice his own blood and and experience everything that we experience so he could be our high priest that knows our feelings and everything that we go through so uh i love that yeah that's about what they're saying there is that they paid tithes because they were still in his loins yes yeah exactly Ooh. right yeah. not to birth them well, not, you know sometime down the road because he first had isaac then he had Jacob, and then he had the 12 tribes, but he was in there. 
Yeah, a grandfather, grandfather, grandfather of grandfathers actually paid the tithe, right, to, to Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it says, now Jesus is compared to Melchizedek, and this is this is important. And really, those are only two references really we have back in Psalms. We have a reference to Mel- after the order of Melchizedek, which is quoted in this passage. And then also, we already read the Genesis. Those are only two, right? So he's basically basing this all on that, right? And that's why many of the cults completely mess us up and teach things that are not biblical, right? So we're just teaching you right out of the Bible what it says. And this is clearly just talking about the New Testament and, and the high priest. Go ahead. And this, just what I shared, thank you, Holy Spirit, uh, in John 1, 1, in the beginning, that's the beginning of who they're addressing. They're addressing humans, mating, exactly. creating God's image, right? So it's in our beginning here on this earth was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were created by Him, and nothing that was created was created without Him. So just by going with that, it goes to show you that he, this Melchizedek has no genealogy. He was there. He's, it's, it's, to me, it's showing us that it was a form and type and shadow or a manifestation of Jesus Christ Himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't a created being. He was, he was there already. All things were made through him, and with him was not anything made that was made. Okay, so, and this is all through other scriptures as well, that God, that the Word, uh, which is Jesus, because it says the Word became flesh in verse 14, but mm-hmm. everything was made through Jesus. So he was there at the beginning. He was not a created being. He has right. always existed just like God, and just like the Father and, 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 the, and the Holy Spirit. Very important concept. Um, yes. Just having the right God and the right, when we talk about the three big rocks, the right God, the right Jesus, the right gospel. Um, the whole Trinity is what I do a full separate teaching on. But, but here we have Jesus compared to Melchizedek. Now if perfection had been attainable through the Levitical priesthood, for under it people received the law, what further need would there have been for another priest to arise after the order of Melchizedek, rather than one named after the order of Aaron? So Aaron obviously was the father of the Levites, right? And uh, they're not separate priesthoods. Some people say you have an Aaronic priesthood and a Levitical priesthood. That's one and the same. It's just the father of all the Levi tribe, right? Um, and so it says, for when there is a change in the priesthood, there's a necessarily a change in the law as well. For the one of whom these things are spoken belong to another tribe from which no one has ever served at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descended from Judah, and in connection with that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. That's a setting up of how about Melchizedek versus the the Levitics priesthood. Anything there that you want to emphasize? Yeah, it's it's just showing a difference between the two. One was a temporary priesthood, like I was saying, to carry us through. That uh, it wasn't permanent. The sacrifices were were made daily and the high priest would go in once a year into the Holy of Holies. Uh, but now under this order, it's eternal. It was from the beginning. Jeez, the beginning and the end, everlasting, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and, and if we go back to Isaiah 11.1, 1, you'll see where it's talking about um, the righteous reign of the branch. And it says, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch from its root shall bear fruit, right? It's talking to, right there uh, about the whole um, tribe of Judah uh, coming out of where, where Jesus came from. 
And Jesse was uh, David's grandfather, right? Yes, I believe so. The with da oh David's grandfather. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. from the root of Jesse. So the David Davidic uh, uh, covenant through David, which was the second you had the Abrianic covenant, then you had the Davidic covenant following that. And so, and and then, and then if we continue on the comparison of Jesus to the Melchizedek, it says this becomes even more evident when another priest arises in the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become a priest, not on the basis of legal requirements concerning bodily descent, but by the power of an indestructible life. For it is witnessed of him, you are priests forever, after the order of Melchizedek. And that's a quote right out of Psalms. For on the one hand, a former commandment is set aside because of the weaknesses and uselessness, for the law made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced through which we draw near to God. This is the better covenant that we're in. We get to be, we're alive at a great time, the era of the church, right? They're about ready to see maybe going into another great time with the new heaven Amen. and the new earth <laughs> and the new <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> And I would contend that the old covenant was our tutor to Christ to show us that there's no way we could have kept the Ten Commandments. There's no way we could have fulfilled the law. And he was just demonstrating that to us. And his mercy sent his only son to live a perfect life to fulfill that law, that covenant. Now in him and through him, we're saved, we're washed. We can come before the throne of God mm -hmm. boldly because it's not based in us it's based in him mm -hmm. amen but uh amen. backing up there he's what was that first part up there? oh i was just i was just going to go back to the psalm 110 4 is where this is the lord has sworn and will not change his mind you are a priest forever after the order of melchizedek so he's quoting right out of psalm 110 4. um most people think that uh paul is the one who wrote hebrews um either paul or whoever the authors were there's a little bit of question mark there um, but they're clearly quoting out of the Psalms right here. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Gus. Amen. Because I, I don't know. Sometimes I think that it's unclear whether it was Paul, because it could, certainly could have been Paul. Could have been another Hebrew. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you get right down to it, folks, Second Timothy 3.16 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God through, through holy men. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what man wrote it. The Holy Spirit inspired that man. So mm -hmm. it's from God. Uh, yeah. And what hit my mind too always hits my mind about the Bible because that's what makes it so fascinating is uh, Amos three seven, which says, "Surely the Lord God does nothing without first declaring it first through His servants, the prophets." And so He's saying it in the Old Testament, and boom, then Jesus comes to fulfill it. And these are all the things, the nuggets that you see as you get into the Word, and the Holy Spirit leads and guides us through it and, and opens up the mysteries that are in the Word. And you get all these little things firing together, you get firing all cylinders and you just see how great God is. <laughs> Only He could put all this together in such a way. It's awesome. Amen. Amen. Well, let's, let's, let's worship to a couple more songs and then we'll come back um, to this. So this is What a Beautiful Name. You want to read the first part, Gus? Yes. What a beautiful name. 
What a beautiful name. What a wonderful, powerful name it is. Jesus Christ, my King. Nothing compares to this. The mysteries of our God, once hidden for generations, have now been revealed through Jesus. Colossians 1.26 in verse 2 that were the second verse we want to highlight is you were the word at the beginning what did we just talk about and one with god the lord most high your hidden glory revealed in you our christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god john 1 1. amen and the third verse we want to highlight is you didn't want heaven without us you brought heaven down my sin was great but your love was greater by canceling the record of debt that stood against us this he set aside nailing it to the cross colossians 2 4. and number four death could not hold you for you were raised to life again what can separate us now for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God, as in Romans 8, 38 and 39. Every Amen. single verse here, by the way, uh, every single picture is a name of Jesus. It'll flash up on the screen momentarily. That was a rose of Sharon. Bright morning star. The Creator. of God, head of life, King of Kings, the beginning and the end. Emmanuel, God with us. Hope of the nations. Redeemer. Or angels, nor rulers. Son of man. Our advocate. The word. Good shepherd. What a wonderful name it Mountain is. of living water. The rock of our salvation. What a wonderful name the true rock. Is the name of the cornerstone. cornerstone. What a wonderful name it is. Mediator the of the covenant. Just judge. the record of death that stood against us with legal demands he set aside nailing it to the cross the resurrection and the light
the tribe of Judah, son of righteousness, lily of the valley. Way, the truth and the life. The door. Author and finisher of our faith. talked about the name of Jesus the rose of Sharon always the, go ahead go, go ahead go ahead uh, call the one. bright and morning star the creator the Savior the Lamb of God the bread of life the King of Kings the beginning of the end the root of David the hope of the nations he was called Emmanuel Redeemer the Son of Man our advocate the word the Good Shepherd the fountain of living water he's the rock He's the true vine, the chief cornerstone, the mediator of the covenant, the just judge, the resurrection of life, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the son of righteousness. He's the lily of the valley. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the door. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He's the amen. He's the prince of peace. He's a humble king. He's the image of God. He's the king of Israel. He's the exalted one, the servant king carpenter, a man of sorrows, the bridegroom, the light of the world, the miracle worker, the great I am. That's Jesus. Yes. What I was going to say, Rick, mm -hmm. as I often say, Revelation, in the book of Revelation, if you go to chapter 19, verse 13, I believe it, it reveals to us that his name is called 
the Word of God. And if you read 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's why his name is the Word. Every single one of those names is in the book. It's in the Word. So you can find all those names. It's a, you, you encapsulate who he is and what he is and his magnificence. It's not just in one, it's in all of it. You know, it's right. the whole thing. Right. I think that may have, the new version where the words came up at the top. That's the first time you've seen that, isn't it, Gus? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, isn't that well done by the videographer? Yes. It's like, oh, wow. Yes. How beautiful that is. Uh, let's just go to Waymaker next. And another thing you might want to do one day is look at this song and all those names and just look them all up in the Bible and read those scriptures surrounding that. It'd be a great way to get yourself filled with the word. <laughs> yeah. A good study pattern. Yeah, yeah. So. So I know that um, usually we wait till the end to actually bring anybody on I guess cause, and versus praise and prayer, but I did want to just address uh, Teresa in case she had something important to say. Uh, Teresa, go ahead. You're still muted. Okay, I'm, I'm unmuted. I, I shared this with you, Rick, but I don't think you've had time to read it yet. We, we had the song, How Great Thou Art. Uh-huh. And there's a script there's a verse missing. And I think it's so important because it says then then Christ will come with shouts of acclamation. And then we will kneel in humble adoration because yeah. how great he is. I was singing it and I was like, where'd that verse go? Where'd I know that, 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 that I know that the videographer said the same thing and I couldn't find a good version that actually had all of the verses in there. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of a redone one, old. right? Yeah. Can can I try to sing it? I don't know if I'll sing it. Sure, perfect, go for it. But, oh Lord my God. When I, oh my goodness, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm in, I'm nervous. That's okay. You're doing oh good. Oh Lord, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, we'll, we'll do that later. When Christ will come in shouts of acclamation and call me home. My God, how great Thou art, then I shall kneel in humble adoration, and there proclaim, My God, how great Thou art. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Teresa. Yeah, so we I might just have to find handle it. that missing in that song. I'm yeah, sorry. I know it's funny because we were we had scripture attached to that verse, but uh, this the version that we uh, bought and and decided to use was uh, with one. So we might have to rethink that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Um, sorry about that. That I that's not a, got it well. Thanks. That is, that is okay. Uh, all right. So. 
So uh, Gus, we're right in the middle of this, but I just I just love this uh, format where we have the backstagers live. You can tell us live. Sometimes I don't go live right at five o'clock like I'm supposed to because we're we're talking backstage and trying to get everything set up. Uh, sometimes I'm behind. I just want to let you guys know. Thank you. This is what's what's fun about actual live stuff. Not edited. Nothing's edited ever. And so you get that feel of the real live stuff. Um, and we're gonna go into Waymaker now. So this is uh, this is the song Waymaker. I love this. It says, you are Waymaker, the miracle worker. Do you want to do that, Gus, the verses? I forgot my mic was muted. Ah, <laughs> let's go down. Okay. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And that's Matthew 19, 26. You are here, moving in our midst. Mm -hmm. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? That's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. And 2 Timothy 1, 14 says, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are here, working in this place. But Jesus answered them, My Father is working until now, and I am working till now. John 5, 17. Promise keeper. Fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. And that's Romans 4, 21. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yes, he's our way maker. He's our miracle worker. He's moving in our midst. He's working in this place. He's the promise keeper. Let's worship to this way maker. Amen.
good song to sing over every prayer you, you make you know yes it's, it's, yes, it's yes. a declaration to god of who he is i love it <laughs> oh my goodness those two songs just beautiful we'll, we'll end with the brand new song that we played earlier how great Thou art just because it's, it's the first time we saw it i thought it'd be a good one to end with but i wanted to dig back into some scripture here to finish up chapter seven and so uh let's see there we go we were talking about Amos 3.7 there, but here we are, the, we just finished it. We got 20, and this goes through verse 28. So um, we just got through this. This makes Jesus, oh no, here we were, 20. And it is, was not without an oath, for those who formerly became priests were made such without an oath. But this one was made a priest with the, an oath by the one who said to him, the Lord has sworn, sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever. This makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant. Anything on that, Gus? Yeah, basically, like we're saying, all scripture is given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and we see it in the 
Psalms. It was declared before the thing, and so it was sworn by God Himself, mm -hmm. not by man. So it's, I mean, He's not a man that He should lie, right? So it's truth. It's He's forever. Yes. And the former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from counting, from continuing office, I'm sorry. But he yes. holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Woo! Love that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And we were talking about that when we were studying the book of John 14. It says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And we know he always lives based on Romans 8, 34, where it says, Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Right, so this is a this this uh, book of Hebrews just kind of pulls everything together from the Old Testament and other parts of the Scripture, and pulls it together to really clearly show where we are at this point in time in the New Covenant, the Church Age, where we have a high priest that lives forever. And yes, 20, indeed. And twenty-six says, Jewish, Jewish brothers and sisters out there, uh, believing in Christ doesn't take away from your Jewishness; it enhances it because. They lived all these things, and it's, it's hard to believe they can't see it. But that's what we're here for, is to pray them in so that we're all one. We're grafted in. We're trying to pull them back in and believe in the Messiah. Because he's laced throughout the whole Old Testament, folks. When you read the Old Testament, and then you get into the New, the New is just revealing what's in the Old through the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what's such a blessing, because when you realize you read the scripture a hundred times, now the Holy Spirit enlightens you and you see a meaning, a mystery in that scripture from the Old Testament. It's like, you know, it's God communicating directly to us. It's, mm. it's awesome. Amen. Amen. And then the list this continues as, For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unsustained, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. I should have you reading it today, tonight. I'm not doing a good job. He has no need, <laughs> like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily for his own sins and then for those of his people, since he did this once and for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priests, but the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. Amen. Amen. And, and that brings us back to where we ended, right? Where, where we started, where there's all these different differences. And so we just read through all that, those chapters. And you can just see here again, um, maybe you go start with the top again. Let's just review this one more time, guys, because I think it's very powerful. So the difference in the order is one's from the tribe of Levi, who was uh, Aaron, was Moses' brother. It was the Levitical priesthood, the Levites. Remember, they were the actually the 13th tribe right Rick because they had 12 and they separated them so they could serve the the temple they were dispersed and that was prophesied uh, with a with a um, blessing right of the father mm -hmm. um, said that Levi would be dispersed among the tribes <laughs> and then they were <laughs> mm -hmm. 
and then under, under uh, Jesus Christ, just just think about the tribes of Levi. You had priests all over here, and and they they died. So you had to replace them from year to year. Whenever they died, you had to put a new one in there. Jesus Christ lives forever, but the difference there is uh, on the other side. There, Jesus, the high priest, is he's from the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. One's from the Levitical tribe, separated and set apart from the other guys, and. Jesus came through actually think about that he came through the normies in the tribe right because they were separated as priests and they served only as priests and all the other tribes came through and they they were served by the Levitical priests but yeah here's from the tribe of Judah two entirely different tribes mm -hmm. you want to get the next one right yeah and legality um, in the Levitical priesthood, you had it was obviously through the law of Moses, and then we saw on verse 15 and 16, it's through the law of God, right? So if we look at this 15 and 16 real quick, this becomes even more evident when another priest arises in the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become a priest, not in the basis of legal requirements concerning bodily descent, but the power of an indestructible life. That is what we're celebrating right now. Beautiful. Go ahead, Amen. Gus. Amen. Uh, let's see. So we're on duration, duration. And just to back up there on the other one, through the law of Moses. Remember, Moses met Jesus in the mountain. He said, make the tabernacle after the, the one that he sees in the mountain, the one that's in heaven. So it was a replica of what was in heaven. Yeah. Uh, this so is like duration. the shadow. This is like the shadow. And this is the fulfillment. Right? Right. You can almost look at that's, it that way. Yeah, the same thing, Amos 3.7 again. He shows us nothing unless he shows it first through his prophets. The whole Old Testament is like prophecy of what's being revealed. It was a foreshadowing of things to come. Yeah. Uh, duration, the Levitical priesthood was temporary. But under Jesus Christ, the high priest, it's permanent forever. Mm -hmm. Verses 23 and 24, in more, more places but it says the former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing office but he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever so just beautiful beautiful teachings here and you see mm -hmm. the oath sworn by man sworn by God we saw that in verse 20 and 21 go ahead and, and the guarantor of the Mosaic covenant and of the Jesus Christ the high priest of the better covenant the new covenant made in his blood mm -hmm. his life right in 22 this makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant right so I love this I love this chart it was really well done you have this in the show notes if you on Tuesday if you guys uh, sign up for the show notes the other thing is quantity you had many priests because they all died right but we have only mm -hmm. one priest why because of what we just talked about in 23 and 24 he lives forever Mm-hmm. And that priest being the word of God Almighty, they're one, so and they're truth, so you can't go wrong there. You don't have the possibility of human failure because he is God and he is our high priest. So the next one is salvation. Uh partial from year to year. So they had to repeat these things year and year and the the high priest had to go in the temple of the Holy of Holies once a year and they had to tie a little string around his foot with a bell so if he fell over they could drag him back out because he'd be in the holy of holies jesus christ is there in the heavenlies and we can come boldly before the father through him so 
and then uh, salvation partial year to year and the other side is complete for all time to the uttermost forever never 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 <laughs> right right out of verse 25 which we read consequently he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for men Woo, what mm -hmm. a great chapter this love mm -hmm. this chapter it's one of my favorites and that was uh, intercessors where we are. Intercessors, yeah. yeah. Or, Only um, the priest in the most holy place, right? Once a year, that's what we just talking about. But now we have access to the throne of grace. All believers, any place, any time. That veil was torn. Now through Jesus, our high priest, we can come to the Lord boldly, any time, any place. What a beautiful thing. That's why we do not need a priest um, or, or a saint. We can go directly through Christ to the Father. Amen. Amen. And then the frequency, right? Mm -hmm. Sacrifice daily. Under Jesus Christ, the high priest, sacrificed once for all. Right he out was of 27. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was it. He was sacrificed once for all. Right. Doesn't need yes. to be repeated. Yes, he has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once and for all when he offered up himself. Ah, oh, beautiful. <laughs> and then the, then the quality, the quality of this. Who was who was actually the high priest? It was a sinful sinner, <laughs> right? It, so the actual priest had to do do sacrifices for himself, right? But now we have Jesus who was holy, innocent, unsustained. Oof. Right out of uh, verses 26 and 27. Go ahead, Gus. And then uh, focus. Focus offered sacrifices for themselves under the Levitical priesthood, like you were just saying. And under Jesus Christ, offer sacrifice only for others because he didn't need to offer a sacrifice for himself because he was without sin. He, he did this for you and I, for all of us. And the object, instead of offered sacrificial animals, he offered up himself. You just read that in verse 27. Mm -hmm. And the appointment under the law and under Jesus Christ, the high priest, God the Father appointed him. Mm -hmm. And that's where we end this teaching. It's, it says, For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priests, but the word of the oath which came later in the law appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. That's why we want the blood of Jesus covering us and the white, white great throne judgment. I don't know about you guys, but in the white great throne judgment, I want them to see Jesus and not my my life. What do you think? <laughs> Amen. 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 And people just got to get a hold of that. And it's just all through our belief. It's believing in him. You know, because the ones that fail to enter into his rest are the ones who don't believe. Mm -hmm. All we got to do is believe in our heart because our belief drives our actions and we become like Christ. We become in his image. The more and more we read his word and get it in us. We, we get closer and closer to the image of God our Father, who is Jesus Christ, because he said, when you, what Philip say, show us the Father, he says, when you see me, you see the Father. All so, right, thank you Hopefully so when they see us, uh, my hope is that when people see me, I desire for them not to see me, but to see Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. 
Yeah, what a beautiful chapter. What a beautiful chapter. So, um, again, that's Hebrews chapter 7. We'll get into chapter 8 on Sunday. So on Sunday, we'll get into chapter 8 again. Uh, and that and that's a beautiful chapter too. It's, a, it's just the whole book of, of Hebrews I just love. And so as you look at this, I'm going to just go to chapter 8 real quick to give you a preview of this. Oops. Let me get to chapter 8. And uh, again, so Sunday at 10 a.m., we're going to Jesus High Priest a Better Covenant. And it goes to the real detail of, of why it's a better covenant and quoting from a lot of other scripture. And uh, so that'd be a beautiful, um, you know, kind of kind of cherry on top of all of this whole teaching that we just went over uh, on Sunday. And uh, with that, I thought we'd go to, oh, I was tr- I was trying to show you some scripture in it, and I uh, just realized I didn't have it up. I was showing you this, chapter eight, Jesus, high priest of a better covenant. This is what we'll be going over on Sunday, Hebrews chapter eight. And it has a lot of Old Testament um, um, quotes and really kind of putting that cherry on top of the whole, the whole thinking about why we have Jesus as our high priest and he's, it's a better covenant. That'll be the topic for Sunday that I think you'll really enjoy as we dig into some other beautiful music. With that, we'll get back into how great thou art. This is the, that we just played it for the first time earlier in the in the in the show, um, but it's the first time we've done this music video when the videographer just finished up. So let's let's worship to that one more time. And it says, "How great thou art!" Sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. Because though Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit. Wait a minute. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. We're talking mm-hmm. about the new covenant there. Romans yeah. 8, 2. Yeah. Oh, Lord, my God, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. That's Psalm 33, 6. And Isaiah 45, 12 says, I made the earth and, the, and created man on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. That God, oh his son, sent him to die. He bled and died to take away my sins. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Ephesians 3, chapter 10 and 11. That's a powerful scripture right there. That's our duty right there. We are the manifold wisdom of God, all the parts put together. Yeah, we want to get that whole thing in there. She did a good job getting that whole thing in there. (laughs) On the cross, my burden gladly bearing Come to me, all you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's Matthew 11:28. For anybody out there that doesn't know what a yoke is, it's one of those wooden things they put on an ox to drive them. It's like Jesus is over here and you're here, and he's just steering yeah. nice and easy. <laughs> the light. Wonder, consider all 
As the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one left. 
Stay awake, for you do not know on what day the Lord is to come. Be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Woo! You know what I think yeah. about when he says, Shout to the Lord, all the earth, I think, were made of the dust of the earth. So you want your whole self to shout to the Lord, your whole body. Yes. Plus the <laughs> whole did. earth. It is. Wow, what a night. I just didn't know if there's anybody want to make a comment or, or, or anything that would be fun. I know we went over time again. This is uh, I love that chapter so much. I had to soak in it more. <laughs> and I uh, really dig into it. Uh, so, uh, But if anybody uh, backstage has a question or, or wants to make a comment, that would be great. Or anybody wants to text anything. I see Jerry Menace saying, yes, indeed. Um, hello. And DeQueenie said something about that. An old school hymn, renewed and brought back to life love it so it's beautiful to see yeah, and, and guys that, that's part of the big part of this ministry is uh, making sure that we are worshiping and praising him that's why we do praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays and we do word and worship on Friday night here and Sunday morning um, where the, our hearts can be in a worshiping state as we're learning the word and it can be in a praising state when we're lifting it up in prayer right that's a big part I think of what um, what the Lord wants us to do and when his presence is here with that beautiful music and video and we can feel him um, wow he does amazing things sometimes with prayer and he does amazing things also in, in renewing our mind with the Word of God and if any thoughts about this format uh, Gus and I like it I love it you know and I was just thinking about worship best way to worship is to just meditate or acknowledge on how great how big he is and how little we are. Mm -hmm. We're like, bitty, 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 bitty. How many people are on this earth? And he like made the heavens. He made everything, you know. Might as well, might as well go down on your knees now because before it's all said and done, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Mm -hmm. And he's got the better side of the deal anyway. Who wants to live in hell? Yeah. <laughs> Even on earth or after earth, you know, it's like, Come taste and see that it is good. We have a lot of fun backstage and on this this program, our, our nights with praise and prayer, and our teaching courses and stuff like that. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, one thing to find everything about what we offer in this ministry, make sure you go to blessedteach.com. That's where everything, uh, about six or seven things there that um, people really engage in, right? So if you go to blessedteach.com, um, and you'll see that we have the, 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 oh, on the front page, I'm sorry, right here is where you sign up for show notes. So these weekend notes end up on the Tuesday, uh, right after the Monday show at night, I get everything done. Um, so I can take the weekend off a little bit besides teaching. Um, but you will get, uh, on, and then every show, um, Tuesday through Friday, you'll get show notes, okay? So that's all free. Just sign up for that right here. Right, and then you also, if you look at the menu, this is where you can um, look at shows that you've missed, and this is where you can find backstage, which is uh, again that used to be 17.76 a month. Now, now you can go to backstage and get all this stuff, including backspace to searchy, um, access to all the recordings, even if you miss it. And you can be backstage with Amanda and and uh, yeah, all these awesome people that are coming, like Nino Rodriguez and. 107. You can be on Zoom backstage with them, right? That's all in that backstage area. The neighborhood is a free Facebook replacement. 
think you guys will really enjoy it. Enjoy that. That is where we have the Christian Impactor platform, where we have groups that meet regularly. We have events um, that you can see here. Pages, um, blogs this is where I put my blog, where God is uh, really um, speaking to me about certain things. Um, I know uh, Charlotte's putting a lot of declarations there. All this stuff on the Christian Patriot platform. Again. If you go back to blessedteach.com, you just look, there's a training tab where you can go to the Impactor for Truth course, where you really uh, really help you move from frustrated, lonely, or helpless to appreciated, connected, and empowered. Again, this is a, a course that uh, um, really, I put all my heart and soul into. It has to do with really bonding and, and awakening those that you love, sharing God's good news with confidence, preparing yourself to be used of the Lord. What's, what's your calling, right? There's a, so there's a whole training session there. Um, that's one of those things, pay what you want type thing. It's a two or $300 course you can come on for a little $7 self-paced. I think you really enjoy that. Um, here is uh, the store where all these uh, healthy Christian Patriot stores are here. And here's the, and anything, if you've really been blessed by this broadcast, you can you can become a partner. We got a new partnering program where you're gonna get exclusive updates if you're a partner. That's anybody that gives even 50 cents a month, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter the amount, the widow's might. Give your widow's might every month. And we're gonna give you exclusive updates and we're also gonna have an intercessory prayer team that's just formed that is gonna be praying for everyone. And so we're really looking forward to that. Um, you can also just text uh, GIVE to 833-209-2393. Again, just some from your phone, you just type in 833-209-2393 and you text GIVE to that. It'll get you that form. This little QR code will get you to that same place. We'd love to have partners and we'll give an exclusive update to this and we'll make you feel part of this ministry. We want the love on you from that perspective with prayer. And I see I, I see that uh, Charlotte's raised her hand. Charlotte, go ahead. Hi, Rick. I put a new prayer in based on one of your older words. I think it was mm. the first day of the slaughter. Mm. And so this prayer I just worked on yesterday, so I'd like to read it. Sure. God. Father, our hearts are grieved by what grieves yours, the slaughter of innocent lives. You love all mankind. We keep that in mind when we come before you, your majesty. We decree we will only worship you, the one true God almighty. You are the judge who does what is right. You see every plight. You are no respecter of persons, great or small. You love them all. Father, you see the evil one is causing division through lies and deception, but nothing is hidden from you. This is the time for full exposure and there will be closure for all nations, great and small. You love them all. Father God, you desire that all men be saved and return to their creator. And so we come in agreement to your will and better still, we desire your will. Give us your mind, Master Divine, to know what to pray and decree that we may see your victory on earth as it is in heaven. Teach us to love our enemies and our families you do all things well, and only time will tell that we listened well. We ask that you open eyes to the lies and show them your truth. The good news that you gave your only son as a payment for our sins and paid for our freedom. 
Lord, protect your land and your leader, Benjamin Netanyahu. Show him your ways and give him your counsel. Help him align his will to yours. Father, our eyes are in you. Only you have the answers to true peace. Let our lips only speak your will and your word. Tune our ears to your Holy Spirit to lead us in the way we should go. Remove from our hearts all bitterness, judgment, and rage. Give us your eyes to see them the way you see them. Revive them. They need your living water to stop the slaughter. Thank you, Adonai Elola. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 Uh, wow, how beautiful, Charlotte. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and that's uh, some of the powerful stuff that uh, Charlotte's pa that's posting the, some of these declarations and other items in the blog on the neighborhood. So you just go to neighborhood.social. You can also download neighborhood.social on your phone, um, which is a Google Play Store or the Apple Store, right? Um, just search neighborhood.social. It's like true social. It's like neighborhood.social, okay? I think you guys really enjoy what's going on there. Um, what a beautiful time, guys. I really appreciate you spending this uh, part of your Friday night or Saturday morning if you're listening to the replay. Um, and uh, join us Sunday where we'll be going over Hebrews chapter 8 and playing some of this beautiful music again and um, these beautiful videos, worship videos. Um, with that, uh, Gus, do you mind closing us with prayer as well? I know you opened, but you mind closing us as well? Certainly. We can do that. Mm -hmm. Abba Father, once again, we come before you and we thank you for this night, Lord. We thank you that we had the opportunity to still be living here yet in peace in our nation. That we can come together on such a platform as this. We're all over the place, Lord, but in spirit, there's no time or distance. We're all connected, tethered together through your Holy Spirit. We just thank you for this space that you've created where we come together just to worship you and honor you and glorify you, Lord, and grow in you, grow in your word and the wisdom and knowledge of your word. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit being here. I pray for everyone within the sound of my voice, if they don't know you, Lord, to pick up a Bible and begin reading your word, start in the book of John and look for salvation, just cry out to him. Confess your sins, that you are a sinner and ask him to forgive you and just begin a walk with him, Lord. We just pray this in Jesus' name. It's just one person out there we're listening tonight would do that. All of heaven would just be mm -hmm. in awe and cheering. So thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. I just wanna say a quick blessing on everyone that hears my voice as well, that I wanna bless your friends and your family that the scales will fall off their eyes they'll come to awakening and not only what's going on with the globalists and the, the the evil that's that's happening there but will open their eyes to the great high priest that lives forever after the order of melchizedek that this high priest that died once and for all for your sins and he's the, your great advocate and because of him you can go directly to the throne of god through the father we pray for blessing on everyone, on their families and their friends. May unity and a bond of peace come across all the body of Christ. And the, this spirit of unity and this bond of peace come to the Blessed Teaching Ministries. 
as we align with the head to do a mighty work for your kingdom, Lord. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thank you guys so much. If everyone backstage would not mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Hello and goodbye. Hi. 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 Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank We are blessed to be free to love our God. Thank you all. Hasta la vista, baby.